WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. A lot to get to. Number one, their contracts ended just minutes ago. The United Auto Workers Union has gone on strike at three factories as it presses Detroit companies to come up with better wages and other benefits. Now, the contract between the 146,000 auto workers and the companies set to expire at 11.59 Thursday p.m., that time has come and gone. And uh, despite increased offers from Ford and GM, it appears that no deal was reached before the deadline, and they are, in fact, on strike. The UAW president, Sean Fain, said Thursday night that more factories could be added to the strike list if negotiations don't go the union's way. And uh, the factories that they're on strike at uh, include a General Motors assembly plant in Missouri, a Ford factory in Wayne, Michigan, and a Jeep plant in Toledo, Ohio. So again, the United Auto Workers Union is now officially on strike. No other way to say this. Story number two, it appears that Hunter Biden is going to have to do some jail time, period. He is the first child of a sitting president to be criminally charged. There's going to be some blowback on his father's campaign. I don't know exactly how much as of right now, but there will be some. The three-count indictment says Hunter Biden lied on a required form when he purchased a Colt Cobra special, a gun, at a Willington, Delaware gun shop. He's charged with two counts of making false statements by checking a box falsely stating he was not a user of or addicted to drugs and a third count for possessing the gun as a drug user. Two of the counts are punishable up to 10 years in prison. The third carries up to five years in prison upon conviction. And of course, all those charges were supposed to be wrapped up in the doomed plea deal which also covered tax issues. It would have spared him formal prosecution on the gun charge if he stayed out of trouble for two years. But again, Hunter Biden indicted. The migrant issue also continuing. Uh, The protest uh, a few hours ago, Floyd Bennett Field, but New York City officials, Staten Island, uh, in terms of the shelter there at the former Catholic school, Can you imagine this? Uh, They say that the scent of raw sewage is now waffling into homes and into a home directly next door, according to a lawyer representing the family. 
uh, the the family is arguing that Mayor Adams' administration did not, emphasis did not, speak to members of the community before ordering the former St. John Villa Academy to be filled with asylum seekers as uh, migrants continue to pour into the city. And uh, another complaint, uh, according to local homeowners, the outdoor showers, right, which use water heaters on generators, running on generators 24 hours a day. Can you imagine that noise? And uh, the families are claiming that it's an unreasonable public nuisance, and I don't blame them, and I agree I agree with it, with their complaint, and we'll see what happens in court. And this, of course, is hundreds of migrants, at least some bust to the Big Apple by Texas Governor Greg, Greg Abbott, lined up outside Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx on Sunday, free, 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 to get health care coverage. Isn't it wonderful? Food isn't that nice. And other items, including school supplies and free phones. Do you folks know anybody that that receives a a free phone? Because even a a, a phone, an iPhone for work, that's not free. It ties you to the job. Do you know anybody that gets a free iPhone? So that's what happened uh, at Lincoln Hospital in the uh, Bronx. And this one coming up is a doozy, an absolute doozy. I don't know. It seems like Dove... Soap, Dove Soap is having a Bud Light moment. You heard me right. Dove Soap is having a Bud Light moment. You cannot make this up. Cannot make this up. Dove has partnered with the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter activists, to promote, quote, fat liberation. This is after the Black Lives Matter activist was accused of getting a white student wrongly expelled from college. The Black Lives Matter activist, her name is Diana Bryant. And I'm all for ending any type of stigma whether it's mental illness, uh, whatever it may be. In this case, ending the stigma of being overweight. I completely support that, right? I would hope that we all would. But Dove has partnered (laughs) with this young lady after she was accused of wrongfully getting a white student expelled from her university over a misheard remark. This white young lady's life has been upended completely upside down because the Black Lives Matter activist, who is now uh, officially in bed with Dove, why would you hire somebody like this? Are you not looking at, at what happened to Bud Light? Why would Dove... Do something like this. It makes me want to no longer use Dove soap, Dove 
liquid soap. It's not the cheapest anyway to begin to begin with. Right? So Ziana Bryant, she is a community, this is the African American young lady, a community organizer and student student activist studying at the University of Virginia. And on her Instagram page, she has now announced that she is a Dove ambassador. And so I'm going to let you hear what she has to say in a moment, right? But <laughs> this young lady, right, she has been successful. She's been praised with for her work with Black Lives Matter and for getting the Robert E. Lee statue taken down in Charlottesville. But she's come under fire in recent months for her efforts to get a white student named Morgan Bettinger suspended from campus. She claimed Bettinger, Bettinger is the white young lady, referred to Black Lives Matter protesters as, quote, good speed bumps, good speed bumps in the summer of 2020, only to later admit she may have misheard her. So you completely upended this young lady's life on a hunch on what you thought you heard and you go on to become an ambassador for Dove and this young lady is tagged a racist and, and God knows whatever else. The white young lady, of course, it didn't help on social media that she had pro-police uh, postings on her website and her father happens to be a retired, retired law enforcement officer. I think those are wonderful things to post pro-police uh, uh, things on your social media and the fact that she comes from a law enforcement family. So, and I have to set this up for you folks, right? It, you may say, why is Dominic spending more time on this than, than, than uh, Hunter Biden? Because this is outrageous, you're rewarding this young lady for causing racial problems. So this happened in July 2020 when Bettinger mistakenly drove down, that's the white young lady, drove down a street where Black Lives Matter protesters had gathered. Bettinger says she remembered telling the truck driver, a truck driver who happened to be there, something along the lines, it's a good thing that you are here. This is a quote. Because otherwise, these people would have been speed bumps trying to praise his effort to block traffic. The driver later collaborated her remarks to local police. But the Black Lives Matter activists overheard part of the conversation and tweeted that she said that, that the white young lady said, Protesters would make good speed bumps, along with the video showing the white young lady backing down the street in her car while the Black Lives Matter and several other protesters followed behind her. She then, according to the African-American young lady, called the police and started crying, saying we were attacking her. The tweet was shared more than a thousand times. More than a thousand times, right? Now, her, her late father worked as a police officer. The next day, the Black Lives Matter activists began demanding that school administrators expel the white student. 
she emailed for everyone to contact UVA deans to demand that the white young lady face consequences for her actions and that UVA stop graduating racist. Oh, isn't that just wonderful? She even filed complaints herself. Long story short, long story short here, a student-run disciplinary system uh, found that the young lady, the white young lady, was guilty of making a legitimate threat against the protesters despite being unable to prove the claims about her intentions. And so this went on and on and on, and this wasn't enough for the Black Lives Matter young lady. She continued. And so now how this all ended, the white young lady eventually graduated from UVA, but with a permanent mark on her record, right? And she claims that it hindered her chances of getting into law school as as she dreamed. She also claims it's had a huge impact on her life. And the Black Lives Matter activist, Zianna Bryant, right? Black Lives Matter. But wait a minute, right? If if if, if you're so pro-black, what are you doing in bed with Dove? Right? Right? If you're so pro-black, what are you doing in bed with Dove? The, the young lady... Um, What's the best? She does have a, a weight, weight, right? And um, and and this campaign is is about uh, getting away from the stigma of associated with uh, with uh, people that are are heavy set. This is what the Black Lives Matter protester what she's saying now. I want you to listen to this. What she's saying now. Oh, it's amazing what a little bit of money can do. What she's saying now as an ambassador for. Dove Soap. My belief is that we should be centering the voices and experiences of the most marginalized people and communities at all times. So when I think about what fat liberation looks like to me, it looks like centering the voices and the experiences of those who live in and who maneuver through spaces and institutions in a fat body. It looks like making accessible spaces and having conversations that are aware of the fact that people have different bodies and that they are interacting with space and people and institutions and communities in a different way. Fat liberation looks like fully embracing those differences and having those conversations instead of shying away from them. To learn more about fat liberation and the campaign for size freedom that Dove is supporting, visit dove.com forward slash size freedom. Tap in, join the campaign, support the campaign. This is important and we should all be talking about it. Interesting. Black Lives Matter. I thought I thought you're like 300% pro-black. Dove comes along and offers some money, and now you're an ambassador for for uh, for Dove. It hits at the heart of what I've said all along about this scam called Black Lives Matter. It's an it was an opportunity to be somebody, to be heard, to be seen, and to get paid. Bottom line. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222 on this Friday morning. And uh, the United Auto Workers are now on strike. Hunter Biden has been indicted. This situation with the uh, Black Lives Matter uh, activist that accused a white student of um, engaging in some horrible words. Now it turns out 
We don't know if the white young lady said this or all. It may have been one big misunderstanding. And now, rightfully so, the white student is considering suing. And she should sue them for every dime that the university has. Every that you have ruined this young lady's life because you thought she said something racist. Think about that for a second. You thought she said something racist. And because her father was a police officer and she's made pro-law enforcement posts, I make pro-law enforcement posts, then that means she, she just has to be racist, right? It is ridiculous. What happened to Bud Light, you would think these companies would go, oh, no, not me. I'm not going down that road. But Dove is doing exactly what Bud Light did. I don't know how that's going to increase your sales. I don't know how it's going to help your product. A Dove soap is being roundly criticized for aligning themselves. I mean, do you not have people that are looking into their backgrounds? And I mean, oh. Okay, let's go to the phone calls. I I heard Norman in Brooklyn uh, with Rita a short time ago discussing the uh, rally at at Floyd Bennett Field. But I'm going to go to Norman to uh, talk about this this Dove thing aligning themselves with uh, Black Lives Matter. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Um, First thing, Dominic, I don't think anybody should buy Dove. Number one, it's not an American company. It's a Canadian, last I checked. And uh, I, I, I frankly, I think they make a crappy product anyway. But um, the, the, what I have noticed now is when I'm on uh, the subways, uh, they have these, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, rotating uh, in and out photos, pictures that come in and out. I don't know what you call them on. You know, and they uh, they're close ups of women's armpits. The, they're trying to encourage the, basically, you know, um, that they, they they don't want women to shave their armpits. You know, like there's no wait, shame wait, in letting your hair who, grow. Dove, let your dove does it? Yep. It's a Dove product. It's a Dove uh, to clean your armpits. Okay, but, but, uh, wait, but, wait, but wait, wait, wait. Isn't that a personal decision that a, that a woman or any person can decide to do whatever they feel like doing? Yeah, but the, you have to understand, Dove has aligned themselves with some kind of wokey, uh, you know, progressive element. And, you know, they don't want women to conform to the uh, white power structure, which, uh, you know, wants women to have shaved armpits and uh, dress a certain way and act a certain way and hey, be but, heterosexual. But, but, Norman, but, Norman, but says who? who? Who says? I mean, see, this is the problem that I have. <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, I, I just don't understand. All right, so, so, so you're a Black Lives Matter activist. You're yelling and screaming racism at every front. But when mm-hmm. Dove comes along with some money, all of a sudden you've seen the light of day, and now you're oh, yeah. pushing products. Well, listen, look, BLM is a BLM is a socialist. Uh, you know, they're 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 a socialist front group. They really, uh, you know, they're just into self enrichment and screw up the system. And uh, you know, as much money they can put in their coffers, and uh, you know, Dove is Dove is a wokey progressive company based out of Canada, and they wanna, you know, they want to show how hip they are. 
and you know what's more hip and you know, you you uh, link yourself to this uh you know radical uh socialist group marx marxian group i think they would be right well norman thank you for the call i i recall you're welcome i recall the day when companies would say nothing nothing controversial so so for example i was up late last night uh laughing my head up off uh, to about four o'clock in the morning, watching uh, the Howard Stern movie, right? And how he defied in radio every expectation that that society said was uh, that he was supposed to conform to. And it made him a multimillionaire. And uh, the reason why I'm making this point is because they, they show how when he came to New York, and even in Detroit, all of these executives said, conform, this is how we do things. We, these are certain words we don't say on the radio. We don't do this. We don't do that. And the moment his mic opened up, that was the first thing that he said, right? And they they threatened to fire him and on and on and on until the ratings came in, right? And when the ratings came in, it was a different story. But I thought these companies, these major companies, had an attitude of don't rock the boat. Don't don't do anything that's going to hurt our product. This makes me want to not buy Dove soap because there should be repercussions for this Black Lives Matter young lady uh, ruining this white student's life, essentially, and no consequences to her. None. None whatsoever. Let's go to Tony Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You know, Dove happens to be a company that we all grew up with. It's owned, the parent company is Unilever, U-N-I-L-E-V-E-R, and they're London-based, and they're pretty global. And I would say people ought to seek out both companies before they buy any products, because this is a global company who's not looking for world peace. You know, anyone who does this kind of uh, union with Black Lives Matter is someone who's not out for world peace, which is what we all want. It's out to make some group, you know, all bent out of shape about something and bring disunity. And I have to tell you, um, that's not what we American people want. And we don't want Black Lives Matter for that reason. And when Black Lives Matter took down the statues of the Confederates, like Robert E. Lee, you know, what they did, Dominic, is they wiped out the history and the truth of what the Confederates did. And it was the Confederates down south, particularly if you go to Fulton County, Georgia, where all this is going on with President Trump. The roots are there, not the people, of course, but the roots. And so this is not a good vibe for what America wants, because we're all about, you know, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So anything associated with this group including Lever Brothers, has to be blocked from, you know, anybody who does not want this promoted. And Dove was such a great company years ago. I don't know when it got bought out by Unilever, but this is a disgrace. And, of course, Dove is the one who's who's enabling this person to conduct themselves that way. Right. And you know, I, Tony, has- I'm, so, I'm going to let you finish. I'm so glad you said that because – Here's the bottom line, right? It's what I constantly call the Kim Kardashian effect. It doesn't matter. Exposure top, exposure bottom, exposure backside, anything. 
to 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 get clicks, anything to get 15 minutes of fame and then get paid. So this this African American Black Lives Matter activist, whatever leader, whatever we want to call her, made this charge against a white student and almost completely ruined this girl's life. And she's getting rewarded for this. And so what are you saying to the next person that's going to say they heard something? That person called me an N. Well, well, can you document that? Can, can you prove that? Well, I can't prove it, but they call, come on, Tony. I mean, come on, let's get real here. So, Dominic, what they're doing is they're promoting it, they're enabling it, and they're rewarding it. When the fact of the matter is, what they're doing is so, you know, when, when we hear stories like that, and I'll end with this, when, you know, maybe white people hear stories like that, you know, we get a little intimidated, too, when we go out and about. But I have to tell you, you know, because of the Black Lives Matter, I am still, I always lead with kindness wherever I go. Because I always want to make sure that I never offend anyone. I had nothing to do with what happened. And I am so mad at this company that I want everybody to boycott it. Because this is not what America is about. And really, they, like um, Norm was saying, they're a socialist group. Who knows who's promoting them and for what for what payback they're getting. We know they're getting paid. But I love you, Dom, and this group has got to be stopped. Tony, thank you. Thank you for that call. You know, he, <laughs> Tony, so so you know, we, we don't have in the in between shows, we have like literally uh thirty seconds uh to s- switch out host. Uh, Matt Blaze has to get the different stuff ready uh, inside. And, you know, if one host has the temperature one way, another host may not like it. You know, normally normally Rita and I are the same in terms of the temperature, right? So Matt Blaze, so I came in here, right, to do yeah. the show, and I was fine, right? Right. So normally Frank is freezing me to death, That's right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I, I, I came in here. And Rita happened to have the temperature up. Okay, right. normally, normally we're in the same page. And I started sweating, and Tony's talking, it's and getting with, <laughs> it's getting hot in here. And the last time, the, the all the walls fogged up. You know, yeah, the last time, well, it was it was really hot, and then we keep it cool in here. So in your studio, it gets humid. So then between us, the windows fogged up so bad that we couldn't even see each other. <laughs> And poor Kenneth, as uh, Tony's talking, he's coming into the studio to try and turn down the temperature, and you're trying to understand what I'm talking about. And I feel like I'm having a hot flash in here. That's, yeah, that's, that's how I was hot going, What's it going is. on there, Dominic? We're playing charades? <laughs> what's happening? Well, thank you very much, Matt Blaze and Kenneth uh, Connolly. And oh, oh, by the way, 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 Matt Blaze, did you know uh-huh. it's somebody's birthday? It's somebody's birthday today? Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, I wonder I, who. I didn't know it was Frank's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, as I said to you, Kenneth, um, some of the names that Curtis Lee will comes up with <laughs> are, are on point and accurate. And, and I, I, you know, I, I don't mean to offend your parents, but I, I've got to start calling you GQ, you know, oh, the, nice. the magazine GQ, GQ, you know. I mean, happy birthday, Kenneth. Thank you very much, Dom. I appreciate you. So what, what are you doing for your birthday? Hitting the club tonight, Dom. You're hitting, hitting the, the club? club? So yes, when, we get off, when we get off from work, oh, there's your music. 
when we get off from work. But wait a minute. You're not done until... No, I'm not done until 5 a.m. Oh, so you're going to so go out tonight. I, yeah, then I get to sleep. Ah. Ah. Yes, yeah, sir. So they, He's they, lying. He's going to hit the club right <laughs> after work. He's got the bottle of whiskey waiting for him. 6 a.m. sharp. <laughs> well, the music is playing for you, Kenneth. We, we hope that you uh, enjoy your birthday, your very special day. And the folks calling up, you know, wish Kenneth a, a happy birthday, you know. Mr. GQ. <laughs> Folks, it is time for a break. When we come back, we're going to continue with your calls. Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Suffolk County. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. And we are back recapping our top story that we started with this morning. The contracts uh, ended. And as of about 35 minutes ago, the United Auto Workers Union has gone on strike as it presses Detroit companies to come up with better wage and benefit offers. Now, what this means and uh, by the way, the uh, the UAW started striking plants at each of the three legacy Detroit car makers, and this is going to set up a potentially costly and protracted showdown over wages and uh, job security contracts between the 146,000 auto workers. And the uh, companies expired at 11.59 just a short time ago. And again, despite increased offers from Ford and GM, no deal was reached before the deadline. So as we speak, the union is literally out on strike. This can be a, a protracted battle with with no end in sight, and it's going to drive the cost of vehicles up. The supply uh, of vehicles will not be uh, as needed. This has the potential to be one big mess. Let's go to Michael. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning, Dominic. These auto workers make a fairly decent salary. And I understand there's inflation, but they're, they're going a little bit nuts. They're asking for a four-day work week. I, first of all, if you make a fairly decent salary and you have pretty good fringe benefits, you can't go crazy 
in trying to hurt the company. Because they're, what they're going to do is they're going to close down the factory and just simply relocate it to Mexico, where they make like a dollar and 85 cents an hour. They, they seem to forget we have a, a third world country on the south of this country that needs jobs. It's not like Canada is on both sides of the country. Yeah, Canada is the people make about the same wages as America, but Mexico they make much less, and more and more jobs are being sent to Mexico, and then these guys won't have a job. They're not making sense. Now let me give you an example. Uh, a number of years ago, you ever hear of a company called LG Life is Good? Well, they made washing machines, and they were a very very popular company. Well, the workers kept saying, "We want more money, more money, more money." My, my next-door neighbor bought an LG washing machine. You know where it's made? In Vietnam. They closed down all their factories in Korea. So this, this is what happens. You, you cannot push a company to the edge, like what they did with the trucking company. They put the biggest trucking company in the United States out of business. You have to live in the real world. You're a working person. You're never going to become a millionaire. Face reality. If you make a decent wage with decent benefits, don't hurt the company because they're your bread and butter. And if you hurt them, they'll pack up and leave. Hey, Michael, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. And I, I agree with your premise, right? Keep your job um, at all costs, even though that's a, that's a little bit of a stretch. But keep your job. But, right. a, lot, but a lot of companies, Michael, are going to, to four-day work weeks. Why is that unreasonable here? Uh, how many companies are working four-day work weeks? I don't know that many. What they are doing is they're going from working in, a, in an office to working from home if you work on a computer. But if you work in a factory, I don't know of any factory jobs where they went to a four-day work week. Where you have to show up, they want you to work five days a week. And like I said, yeah, you want to go to a four-day work week? I have a better idea. How about a no-day work week? I'll send the jobs to Mexico, and over there, they'll work seven days a week for less money than you're making for five days a week. Okay? So, you know, like I said, what the, what the union should do is say to the company, look, let us look at your books. And if you're really not doing so great, I mean, if you're making a ton of money, then maybe we'll ask for a little bit more. But if you're just barely making it, you're not doing that well, we're not going to push you because we want you to stay in business. No, I, but, I, I, I agree with you. But but what if your family... Well, wait, 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 Michael. Michael, what if your family is barely making it? Are they doing, are going to do any better if the company leaves? There's a million jobs out there, Dominic. You know what kind of jobs they are? They're, they're basically working behind a cash register. They're cashier jobs. They make minimum wage. That's the jobs that are going to be left. 70,000 factory jobs, 70,000 factories, not jobs, have left the United States. Almost everything you pick up today says made in China. You want to continue with that? You want to make whatever jobs are left here move to China? I'll give you another example. You ever hear of a company called Spalding? They make athletic equipment. The yes. gloves that Spalding makes is made in China. The bats are made in the United States. Why is that? Why do they make the gloves in China and the baseball bats in America? Very simple. Because the gloves need human hands to do the stitching. They can't automate it. Whereas the bat factory made in the United States is all automated. That's what will be left in this country. 
And that's the reason they make the baseball gloves in China and the bats are all made in America. Because they had it on TV. There's a show called How Is It Made? So they were saying, well, we make the gloves in China because we need human hands to do the stitches. A computer can't do it. But the bats... You know how many people are in the factory that make the baseball bats? Three. Three people are in the factory. It's all automated. Mm. Now, that's what's happening. I, I, what's I, happening. I hear you. I, I, I hear you. Thank you for we the call. We have to deal with automation today. Yes, I, I, I hear you. I, I hear you, and you make, you make some valid points, Michael. Thank you for the call. Again, folks, the United Auto Workers Union has gone out on strike. Out on strike uh, at midnight. And uh, this will be something that may last uh, for some time. And the contracts uh, have expired and Ford and GM uh, offered some increases, but apparently it was not enough. You can literally see the picket lines up and running uh, at three different uh, uh, facilities. And uh, we're taking your telephone calls on this and other topics. I already told you I'm up in arms over this Black Lives Matter uh, activists uh, to do away with the stigma uh, associated with weight. Uh, Dove Soap has hired her to be an ambassador, online ambassador. Can you say Bud Light, (laughs) right? And uh, this young lady, who happens to be African-American, made a white young lady uh, almost completely... She completely upended her life. There's a permanent mark on her college record because the black young lady said she heard a comment and the white, the white young lady says she misheard her or took it out. Of, and the comment was that black lives protest, lives matters protesters were is as good speed bumps. And this was in the uh, summer of 2020. Let's go to Chris in the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? morning dominic i've actually been a customer of dove soap for decades and it it the bar soap i get the unscented no fragrance no perfumes because i've got allergies to those things uh reputable dermatologists will recommend that product because it's 25 percent moisturizing cream it's a superior product i've actually tried like a generic brand okay Chris, what, what, like the, what does that what does that have to do with what i'm talking about I'm, I was about to say is I am going to continue to use the product. I don't really care about any of this unless I could find a product that's a generic knockoff that's of the same quality and I could save like 20% or more, then I would switch. So you don't have a problem with what this young lady uh, allegedly did? Well, I, I, I'm guilty of cognitive dissonance. You could present me with the information. If I, I'm looking at it as a pure, from a pure consumer standpoint, if I could find a product that is equally as good for a lower price, then I would switch in a heartbeat. And maybe I'll look into it now, but I tried it one other time and the product was inferior. Mm, okay. Well, Chris, thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Again, the big story is the, United Auto Workers Union has gone out on strike. In a minute, I've got a break for the Carter Chronicles. But let's go to Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. My dad was a mechanic, and he had a friend who would come in and worked in the Mawa Ford plant in uh, northern Jersey. And he used to boast about, wow, I'm making this kind of money, you know. And 
And really, he was an assembly line. It wasn't like he used a lot of brain power. You know, he just would, you know, do a certain thing every day. So my father said, who worked for a small business, didn't earn, you know, that kind of money. And he said, you know, you're going to work yourself out of a job. He said, you were uh, sorry to say you're not worth that kind of money. And you're going to see that uh, they'll just ship it out to another country. Now, this was, you know, late 70s, early 80s. And he said, oh, man, this is great. Well, what happened? The plant closed. They're making a big mistake going out on strike right now. And I wouldn't think that uh, somebody kind of advised them to do this as a smokescreen for what's going on with the impeachment. I find it a little interesting that this is happening now. I mean, a 46 percent raise and four day work week when people are out of work and not buying their their Evos. I know Ford was trying, but they they can't afford all this. This is that they've got them all mixed up and dizzy. And you know what's going to happen to these people? I, I ran into a, a Ford worker. We have a, a Ford place near us and a pizza parlor. And I said, you know, you don't want to go out and strike. I said the way times are and everything and with these Evo uh, cars go, going on, I said it's a very unstable industry right now. I said you really don't want to go out and strike right now. He was a young guy, and he goes, oh, thanks for the advice. And um, and y- you're going to see these people are, are not going to have jobs when they come back because uh, the American public has had it right now between uh, $65,000, $70,000 cars and uh, being pushed into EVs, and you want a 46% raise? Hello. I think somebody, uh, the communists, put them up to this. The, mm. the regime put them up to this as a smokescreen. Mm. And uh, I'm sure a lot of the workers are saying this is a bad idea. This is a real bad idea. Well, too late for that now, Pamela. They are officially out on strike. Thank you for the uh, telephone call. I've got to take a break, folks. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we're going to go to Cindy in Indiana, also Suffolk County, New Jersey, and Sherry in Brooklyn. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. A 71-year-old woman, 71 years old, killed, and a second woman wounded Thursday when they were struck by stray bullets in what police believe the latest volley in an ongoing gang feud in the South Bronx. Now, this gun battle marks the third day in a row that innocent bystanders have been injured by gunfire that has left four people, including an eight-year-old boy stepping off a school bus in the hospital with bullet wounds. And it's it's just a, a bad situation. A gunman with dreadlocks opened fire on a crowded commercial strip of East 138th Street near Brook Avenue in Mont Haven around 1230 a PM intending to strike a member of a rival crew. The mortally wounded victim identified as Enriquita Rivera was struck in the back as she tried to run from the shots. A 34 year old woman was hit in the left arm Again, both women believed to be innocent bystanders. We are taking your telephone calls, a number of topics. But uh, as of this hour, the United Auto Workers Union has walked out on strike. On strike for now about uh, 52 minutes. We're taking your telephone calls. 
Let's go to Cindy in Indiana. Good morning, Cindy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I listen to you every night, and I finally have a reason to call. Well, <laughs> thank it, you for it, calling. Thanks. Well, thanks for, for letting me you know talk. So the reason I'm calling is um, when I heard Michael say about uh, people, you know, in these low-paying jobs and stuff, well, I was a teller forever, a bank teller, and they always had us trying to talk to the customers or the we call them members uh, about debit cards, direct deposit, internet banking, and I would think to myself, this doesn't look good for me because if people are doing everything themselves, I'm going to be out of a job. Well, I, I don't work uh, anymore at the banks or the credit unions, but I went into the credit union to make a loan payment. And the teller line was gone. I couldn't believe my eyes. A person came up with a laptop in their hand to help teach us how to use the automated machine inside the branch. I talked to somebody else, and they go to another, a different credit union, and the same thing is going on at their credit union. The teller lines were gone. So um, it's just another example how um, automation is getting rid of our jobs. <laughs> well, right. I just wanted to share that with well, everybody. Thank, I'm sure they've seen it. <laughs> well, thank thank you for that call, Cindy. And first time, I hope it's not the last that we hear from you. It, you know, this situation uh, with the uh, auto workers union and the uh, automakers, you know, you, you hope that they, they were able to to uh, reach an agreement, but, but they were not. And the strike is on. Let's go to Stu. In Pennsylvania, good morning, Stu. What's on your mind? Well, good morning, Dominic. Another program that hopefully will do something useful. Um, you and me have something in common. Your mother was tough. My mother was very tough, too. And I'll tell you what, we had a chore list on the refrigerator of work that had to be done. And if you didn't do it as a kid... Uh, you got up out of bed in the middle of the night, and when she got back from work, and you did it. So I'm going from that to these union workers. I worked in the electrical field in construction, and I wasn't union, but I only got maybe a third of what a union worker would get. And in those days, back in the 80s, I was working six jobs where I would take care of my grandparents, I would take care of their properties, all the seasonal work. I worked as an electrician during the day. I worked at the middle school at night. And on weekends, I was working either surveying or for an art gallery. And when I came back home, here I slept in the basement. And I rented out to college kids my age because I was buying a house at 18, 19 years old. I slept in the unfinished basement. And these college kids, which got sent to school and their car paid for and books and everything, pretty much paid for. My my point is, is how these people that make more with one job as a union person and all the perks and benefits compared to somebody who was working six and seven jobs, I was going around the clock. They got no appreciation uh, for what they make. And. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that I rent to now because I've managed to buy houses. They're, they're, they're simple people. They work in a Burger King or some fast food place or uh, 
uh, they don't make a lot of money, so I don't charge. I try not to charge them rent, but uh, these people in the union, uh, you got to get a grasp on things, people, because you're making more in one hour than some of us were making uh, all day long, you know. I, I, hear, uh, I hear you, Stu. I just have to move on because we have a lot of calls, and I only have uh, four and a half minutes left. Thank you for that call. Stefano in the Bronx, good morning, Stefano. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, how are you? So Good. I'm right ahead. busy, so I'm going to try to articulate this as best I can. Uh, basically, the concept that I want to relay is maybe they should look to cut the fat instead of punishing the bad workers. I don't know if you remember a while back, they had caught those three or four guys. I forgot which car factory it was in Detroit. They were outside at their lunch break smoking pot, okay? And then they got fired, and then the union forced them to hire them back. Then we seen... A while back, the dirty dozen in the post, those teachers all in rubber rooms that making six figures plus running different businesses on their laptops while they were doing it. My point is that, you know, they keep trying to squeeze, okay, these companies for more money instead of how about getting rid of the bad workers and using that money to pay the good ones more. I, I agree with you, but, 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 but wait, 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 wait. But how do you do that when you're a union? You you, you got to represent all your members. The unions, we all know, started as very noble causes, and they were very necessary at the beginning. Now, when you start, when you start protecting people that, for the wrong reasons, let's just say, whatever those reasons in that case may be, you kind of lose credibility. So, you know, you have to protect your own, but to protect your own, you kind of got to give up the bad guys sometimes. You can't always, you know, because the guy is paying dues, I understand you want to keep all these people paying dues. But at the end, sometimes you got to cut the bad ones and protect the good ones. You're going to lose the credibility when you go fight for the good ones if you make these cases for bad ones that are really unsavable. I I just think that sometimes uh, I think they go too far with these unions, they're overly uh, protected. It's kind of some of these civil service jobs. We see what happens in Washington or all these, you know, bureaucrats, people that can't get fired. People I, that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I get I, back to a little I, bit rewarding I, the good. And I, I hear bad. you. I just have to step in. Um, and, you know, I see all the calls. So, for example, Charles and Woodbridge, uh, he's a new caller. But but I, I'm sorry, Charles, I'm just completely out of time. Uh, and to Sherry in Brooklyn and everyone else, I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? All right. We, I'm really excited about today's show. I'm going to be talking with the uh, news editor of the Jewish newspaper, The Forward. He's got a new book out about Albert Einstein. And believe it or not, this is the only person that I've ever communicated with who has actually held a piece of Albert Einstein's brain. So we're going to talk about how he got wow. to hold Einstein's brain and where is Einstein's brain right now. Not a lot of people know the answer to that. We're going to get into that. Also, George Floyd's uncle is going to join me to talk about what life in this country is like in the last three years since his nephew's death and what changes he'd like to see in the world of policing. we got to ask Frank anything next hour, and I'll tackle questions on any subject. We'll get into this uh, union, this UAW worker strike a bit as well. Can you believe that they walked out? I can. I can. I also think, uh, I hope they can come to a resolution for this quickly, not only for the workers' sake, but for the company's sake and for the country's. Indeed. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up right now, folks. You want to keep it right there. 
I want you to do me a favor. Have a great weekend. I will be back Sunday evening, 11 p.m., 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Have a great weekend, folks.